Again, how nice it is that we can come together to share a time of meditation. How nice it is that we can come together to share uh, a moment of study together. Topic for today is our world. So advanced, so clueless. Why? How can that be? Roy Eugene Davis told me, and I've heard him say uh, to others on occasion, uh, keep what you say practical, usable. And so that's what I'm wanting to do today. I want to share something that helps me keep perspective day by day in this astonishing world of ours. Astonishing. Every day I find something to be astonished at. On one hand, we have mapped the human genome. We can tailor medication to the specific uh, genetic makeup of a person to enhance the medicine's effectiveness. We can edit genes. We can add traits into genes. We can take traits we don't want out of genes. We can clone. We're exploring space. Space station's been up there for a long time now. We're talking about going to Mars. And we have satellites that are blanketing the Earth right now so that the Internet will be available to people around the globe. We're talking quantum computers. And I don't have one, but I'm reading about phones that will recognize our faces. You just sign in by smiling at your phone. And we have compassionate care going on in many areas. And having said all that, on the other hand, we have such political drama going on, uh, such trade drama within nations, among nations, economic drama, race and social drama going on right now. We have people starving in some areas while food is literally being destroyed in other areas. We have such pollution going on. We're polluting the planet, the groundwater, the air, with um, some actually saying, oh, well, I can make a short-term buck here. The pollution's not my problem. We have... An operative going that kind of says, what's the most I can get for me and the least I can share with you? We have so many instances of, well, the truth doesn't actually matter. What, what do I have to say to get the response I want? All that is going on simultaneously with all the advances that we have going on. How can we be so advanced and so clueless at the same time? Now, my short answer and what I want to share with you today and then develop a little is, and I tell myself this daily, eight words. Kath, you have incarnated in an ascending electrical age. And this is how it is in an ascending electrical age. So that's what I tell myself. Kath, 
you have incarnated in an ascending electrical age. And this is how it is right now. I want to share with you where the idea of ascending electrical age comes from. It comes from uh, Sri Yukteswar, who was the guru of Yogananda, who was the guru of Roy Davis. So Yukteswar did a lot of work with cosmic time cycles, and I'd like to share a little bit of that today, um, just as a little background for where the words come from. You've, you have incarnated in uh, an ascending electrical age. Basically, the sun, in its travel through the galaxy, moves, and this is Yuktezor's teaching, basically the sun in its travels through the galaxy moves closer to and further away from an intense magnetic area. And this intense magnetic area influences the electric, electrical properties of our mental field. Our mental field contains our subtle organs of perception which make possible our understanding of the objective world and our ability to conceptualize. So, when we're, the sun and therefore the planets and therefore us, when we're closest to this magnetic center, our mental field is clearer. And when we're furthest away, there's more confusion and minimal spiritual insight. Uh, when we're embodied, our consciousness is processed through our brain and central nervous system. We are energy, bodily speaking, body, mind field speaking. We are energy, we're electrical in nature. Marty Watke last week talked a lot about that, explaining that our bodies and mental fields are electrical. And we knew that um, EEGs, electroencephalograms, measure brain waves, electric. EKGs, electrocardiograms, measure electricity of the heart. So we're electrical in nature. We're energy beings. And when Yukteswar says, as our sun, and therefore we, move closer to this intense magnetic center, our mental field is enhanced. And when we move away from it, our mental field is not as, not as clear, not as sharp. So Yukteswar discerned a 24,000 year cycle of our sun and therefore us moving toward and, and back um, toward this magnetic center and back from it. So 24,000 year cycle, that's 12,000 years going toward it, 12,000 years coming back from it. When we're furthest away from it, that's a dark age where largely people um, can understand basically what their senses tell them, what they can see and hear and touch and taste and feel. And as the, this, the, the, as we get closer to that magnetic intensity, we have a, a golden age where people understand cosmic manifestation. They understand more about the one reality. It's a, a golden age of understanding. And so you've got this 12,000 year arc going to the golden age, the, the, 
the nearest, the nearness to the magnetic center, and then a corresponding 12,000 years coming back from it, which the furthest away being a, a dark age understanding. So there are two other ages in between dark and golden. And it goes like this. We're going to talk first about the 12,000-year ascending arc, which goes from the dark age to the golden age. Starting with the dark age, ascending dark age. Ascending means it's going toward the magnetic center. Okay, so you've got the ascending dark age, where mostly what people are aware of is what their senses can pick up. That's followed by an ascending electrical age, which is a time for inventions and discoveries and application of, of energies like we're seeing now. And that's followed by an ascending mental age where people understand more about the working of the mind and cosmic mind and telepathy. And then that's followed by the golden age where there is peace and mass, mass, masses of people do understand the spiritual concepts and cosmic manifestation and the one reality. And what goes up comes down. So that's then followed by an equal duration of descending, meaning, meaning going back to our dark age, descending golden, where the understanding of the one reality kind of fades out of experience. Descending mental age, where understanding of how the mind works and cosmic mind and the uh, experience of telepathy fades away. Descending electrical age, where the understanding of, of how to use some of the uh, electrical flows, magnetic flows that were understood previously are no longer understood. And another dark age back to where people are pretty much what you see is what there be. Uh, this is not an endless loop, though, where you never get anywhere. The dark age, the current dark age, uh, is not as low as the one before it, and the golden age is more advanced than the one before it. So in effect, it's an evolutionary spiral, a maturation spiral. We are on a path of moving forward to outpicture the clarity that is our, 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 our spiritual DNA, our, 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 our inner, our essence, our, what we really are. We're on our way toward outpicturing the spiritual beings that we are. Um, Yukteswar said that the length of duration of the ages is kind of as follows. Starting at a dark age time, it's 1,200 years of ascending dark, means it's going toward the golden age. 1,200 years of ascending dark, um, think in terms of multiples of 12. 2,400 years of ascending electrical, 3,600 years of ascending mental, 4,800 years of ascending golden. And then the comeback is the same numbers. 4,800 years of descending golden, 3,600 years of descending mental, 
2400 years of descending electrical and 1200 years of descending dark. So when you look at history, what do, what do we see? Yukteswar says that the last dark age went from 500 AD to 1700 AD. So 1700 AD began the last ascending electrical age and it goes for 2400 years, which will take it up to AD 4100. And so that's where I'm saying we're in an ascending electrical age. So if ascending electrical age started around 1700, what do we see historically when we look at the, say the 1600s coming into the, the ascending electrical age in 1700s and beyond? What do we see? Well, 1600s, Gilbert discovered magnetic forces and electrical properties. Kepler discovered laws of astronomy. Galileo invented the telescope. The microscope was invented. Newton discovered laws of gravitivity. Gravi gravitivity. Gravity. 1700s and beyond, the steam engine revolutionized industry. The telegraph, the telephone, radio, TV, computers, all since the 1600s and, and beyond. Space travel, atomic nuclear applications, medicine, biofeedback, all of this in, from 1600 and, and beyond. And going forward, we can look forward to, as we continue through the ascending electrical age on into the mental age, ascending mental and ascending golden, we can look forward to our tribal prejudices. It's all about me and people who look like me and mine. Uh, we can see all that. We're getting, we're getting past that. We can be, we can see ourselves getting past any idea of like me at the expense of you or me at the expense of us. War will be forgotten, poverty eradicated. New power sources will continue uh, and advance in replacing fossil fuels. Crime will decrease, disease will decrease. Spiritual interest and understanding will increase. Yogananda said there won't be enough spiritual teachers to meet the interest. So where did I get all those positive blessings that are to come? From Roy Eugene Davis, Life Surrendered in God, his book. All right, so years. Yukteswar has the last ascent. He has us on the ascending arc, thank goodness. So Yukteswar has the last ascending dark age going from 500 to 1700 AD, largely senses-based. What you see is what there be. Ascending electrical going from 1700 to 4100, time for energy discoveries and inventions. The ascending mental will follow that and go from 4100 to 7700. And there will be more of the understanding of how the electrical forces work, uh, understanding of the nature of mind and cosmic mind and telepathy, uh, a more benevolent use of creativity. Then the ascending golden will be 7700 to 
12,500 AD. And that's when the experience of the masses of people on this earth will be more enlightened, um, increased intuition, massive understanding of consciousness and the one reality. So the point of all of this for me is not about the dates and the, the times. The point of all of this for me is those eight words I started out with. Kath, you have incarnated in an ascending electrical age. It keeps me reminded of a perspective. Um, it keeps me from being critical is actually what it does. Um, it's like it's like saying that uh, a two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum because he can't go outside right now, saying that that kid should be more mature. It's like the a tantrum is okay appropriate behavior for a two-year-old now if you're still throwing tantrums and you're 30 this might need to be looked at but it's about what's appropriate in an era and reminding myself that we i incarnated in an ascending electrical uh era time gives me a, a sense of perspective i can catch myself and access compassion more readily just with those eight words, Kathy, you ascended in an you incarnated in an ascending electrical age. Like, what did you expect? So, what it does is reminds me of compassion, and it's an opportunity for me to switch immediately to my mantra. It so helps to have a mantra ready to go. It so helps to have a mantra. Om, or so hum, something you can breathe, something that you can switch to immediately without having to think about it. Oh, I could use a mantra now, what shall I try? It so helps to have a, a, a mantra at the ready for you to go with. Um, it's an opportunity for me, and this is sometimes for me an amusing uh, exercise. If it's somebody that uh, I'm, I really have to breathe through blessing. What, they, what they're doing is just so, uh, oh my God, to me, that I really have to breathe through it and remind myself that person too is a conscious, immortal, joyous expression of God. So it's spiritual practice for me. So it's, Catching myself in, in a moment of uh, leaning toward being critical, accessing compassion, accessing mantra, and again, the importance of having one ready to go, affirming the truth, no matter what the person is doing or saying at the moment, to look past anything formed and see who they really, really are. Can that be your gift to them in the moment? Are you willing? Are you willing to do that? It helps me keep a perspective. Um, it's also, living in a time like this is also um, a time to access the spiritual practice of 
integrity. Living your highest truth regardless of what anybody else is doing. It's so easy to say when it looks like everybody else is cheating. It's so easy to say, well, why can't I too? Well, the thing is, you can't. You may not. Your job, our job, my job, our job is, in effect, to be a golden age person in an ascending in an ascending electrical age it's our job to show up as the clearest highest best possible in the moment just because mass consciousness is say in a dark age or an ascending electrical does not give us liberty to join in behavior that is beneath what we know to, to be what we should be doing. So it's ours to live the highest truth we know. The fact that everybody's doing it is irrelevant. It's ours to be a golden age person in an ascending electrical age. Uh, it's a time also to keep the yamas and niyamas in mind. Yamas, the first one, Ahimsa, don't hurt anything. Walk your walk through this earth without hurting anything. Don't hurt yourself with any substance. Don't hurt yourself with blame, uh, guilt, self-criticism. We can be awfully hard on ourselves if we're not paying attention. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt anybody else. Don't hurt the planet. Don't lie, don't steal, don't waste. Don't waste inner vital resources. Don't waste your energies and don't waste the resources on the planet. Don't waste inner resources or outer resources. And don't cling. It's understanding that everything in this world is temporary. Every form is temporary. And none of us came to this earth to stay here. We're all moving through. Everything and everyone is moving through. So when it's time for something to go, and it will, may there be peace in your heart, having enjoyed it while it was here. Everything formed will go. Ron's been doing the Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita reminds us that everything that's born will die. The spirit was never born and the spirit never dies. So it's ours to anchor with the deepest truth we know. We are spirit. We're immortal. We're joyous, immortal expressions of God. So that's the, the yamas, basically. Don't hurt anything. Don't lie. Don't steal. Don't waste. Don't cling and grab and then the niyamas, choose the pure, whatever the topic, choose the pure version, whether it's water or food or thoughts or environment or entertainment, choose the pure version of whatever the topic is. Practice contentment. Pascal talked about this last time, last week. Practice contentment, soul level contentment regardless of what's going on or not going on in the outer world. Have a healthy sense of self-discipline. 
sense of purpose in your life. Do, do what's helpful to do because it's helpful to do. Study the nature of self, capital S, self. And how do we do that? Well, meditation plays big here. Study the nature of self. The way you do that is to get quiet and see, who, see what you are inside. See what, you're, what you are when the mind stops talking and the body starts, stops calling attention to itself. What is your awareness when the body stops calling attention to itself and the mind stops that chattering? So study includes meditation. It's, it's way more than just book learning. It's the experience of the, of the inmost center and surrendering of the ego identity to the spiritual identity is the last niyama. To surrender identifying me as Catherine, a mind, body, ego entity and look past the temporariness of the Catherine package and acknowledge I am an immortal expression of God. I am not bounded, defined by uh, the body, the mind, my personality, uh, anything I've managed to accomplish in, in this world. I'm not defined by any of that. I'm leaving all that behind when I go. I'm the, the, the light, the love, the spirit that continues on to whatever the next experience holds. Uh, summing it up. Oh, and I did want to mention Kriya also. Ron's going to be talking more about Kriya tomorrow and uh, Thursday. Um, while I was talking about uh, our son going to a positive um, like, uh, in, huge magnetic uh, center in, and there being uh, ages of 12. Some of you may have seen a bit of parallel with the Kriya Pranayama. We're initially taught to do 12 repetitions at a sitting, to do 12 repetitions and then to increase by 12 repetitions. Well, initially we're taught 14, but that's so that you uh, will do 12 really good ones. Um, and then you gradually, when it's time to increase the repetitions, you gradually increase to 24 and then gradually increase to 36 is the way it was traditionally taught. And both Kriya and the time cycles, which Yukteswar called yugas, Y-U-G-A-S, both of them involve moving energy around a, a power center. So with Yukteswar was moving the, the sun, moving the sun around a, a magnetic power power center. With Kriya, you pull the energy up and rotate it around the crown chakra, third eye crown chakra, and back down. Um, and again, Ron will be focusing more on that on Wednesday and Thursday. So just uh, in summary. Uh, there is still some dark age cluelessness going on and a lot of hope as we move forward into this ascending electrical age that we're 320 years into right now. And there, the message is hope. The message, this is a spiral that goes forward to us out picturing the, the light that we are. 
And again, the idea of keeping your perspective in the day-to-day -day world. And for me, that's very much helped by reminding myself, Kath, you incarnated in an ascending electrical age. What did you expect? Um, places to learn more about yugas if you're more interested. Yukteswar's book is called The Holy Science. Now, I realize this is going to come, the print is going to be backwards, but you can make it out. The Holy Science. It's a very small book. Um, not the easiest reading, but very much worth it if you're interested in how he derived his understandings of the yugas. Uh, Roy Eugene Davis talks about the yugas in many of the glossaries he has in the backs of his books and uh, also in his books Ab Absolute Knowledge and um, um, Life Surrendered in God. So in closing what I want to share with you, I want to share with you the affirmation that you are a spiritual being on your journey to out picturing the fullness of what that means. I want to emphasize the importance of your, our input into the shared consciousness. One verse that I heard a couple years ago and just kind of stays in its entirety in my mind, I'd like to share with you. It, it says, if there's to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there's to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there's to be peace in the cities, there must be peace among the neighborhoods. If there's to be peace among the neighborhoods, there must be peace in the homes. If there's to be peace in the homes, there must be peace among the families. And if there's to be peace in my family, there must be peace in my heart. It always, always comes back to me, each me. It always, always comes back to us. Whatever is known, whatever we're fostering, whatever we're energizing in our mind heart, we are amplifying, energizing in the shared consciousness of sentient beings. This realm, all realms, it's all connected. There's one consciousness. The, what we're energizing in our awareness is our gift, if you will, especially if we're being conscious in the moment, to all sentient beings everywhere. May we all be the peace, the love, and the compassion that we want to see. Not like the kids today say, be the peace you want to see. I believe they're quoting Gandhi on that. Be the, be the peace you want to see. May the peace and the love and the compassion that you want to see be you, me, us. We are, you are, I am, we are conscious, immortal, joyous existence. And it's, it's my privilege to be walking this path with you. Um, the deepest blessings of my heart. Namaste.